need, I think I need, I think I need another cheeseburger. So, speaking of makeshift tools. Not how this is supposed to go at all. <laughs> You're a master at destroying an opening. It's amazing. You're almost undefeated. You're like the Ivan Drago of fucking crushing the beginning of a show. It's quite no. It's actually it's it's quite impressive. If, we'll the, op- get- if the if the open dies, then it dies. That's what happens. <laughs> all right. So let me see if I get this straight. Let me see if I get this straight. Uh-huh. Yeah. So some adventurous. Uh, rich people took a submarine down to see the Titanic. These rich people might die. They're lost. Speaking of makeshift tools. Was <laughs> no! <asking. laughs> no! Nope. We're, Let's take supp- the opposite of how yeah. that was supposed to work. You're, 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 we, okay. I knew I should have just gone over all of this in detail with you. Yeah. It's so fascinating. No. Okay. Here we go. All right, folks at home, just follow Starting. along here. Right. So now. So I'm fresh off of my Yogi Bear Jellystone National Park adventure with my son. And so I was cracking up last night because Marie and I were sitting around the fire because um, she sent me a text message. She's like, here, here's a reminder for your little show. So because she speaks like Scarface, obviously. Like? <laughs> no, not at all. So the first night we're out there, I build this nice, raging, roaring campfire. My brother had an oak tree fall down. It's nice and seasoned. Oak burns forever, hot as shit. But I forgot to bring a good, long, pokey flip boards and things around stick. You know what I'm saying? So I had to use like this really stubby piece of wood to try to maneuver everything. Because if you're building a nice campfire, you got to You gotta. It's like a, it's like an erector set every 20 minutes. You want to get that thing raging and roaring again? You got to flip everything around. And get the air flowing. So I didn't have a stick. So I told Maria the next day. I said, listen, if we're making another campfire tonight, I'm going to need a little longer stick than that. So keep your eyes out. Well, apparently they manicure the shit out of this campground. There are no sticks longer than your forearm anywhere to be found. Until we get to the pool. And leaning up against the wall is a really long stick. And she goes, hey, here's the stick. And I go, whoa, we can't take that stick. She's like, Why? I said, that's probably another man's fire stick that he found in the woods. And if we take it, I'm the asshole. Because if I found that stick and wanted to get in the pool, I too would lean it up against the pool wall and wait until I was done with my swimming adventure to then take the stick home with me. I said, we're going to hang out for a while. And if that stick's still there, we're taking it with us. But for now, not the right time. I got that goddamn stick, though. Am I wrong for thinking I was stealing another man's tool? I don't think so. That sounds rational. I mean, thank you. Sounds totally logical. Yeah, you did the proper. It's kind of like the uh, lost and found. You know, how much long? How how long does something have to be lost in the lost and found for it to be fair game? But the whole conversation that Marie and I had was like, "You're an idiot. This is a stick. Take it." I said, "No, it's only a stick to you because you don't understand the functionality of this stick. If I found that stick and someone, some other." guy's dumb wife said it's just a stick let's take it with us i would hunt them down in the middle of the night with my very low level fire because i can't flip any logs and i would murder them in the darkness and smoke that's how that would go down i would throw embers in their face because i don't have fire because they took my stick but they would only (laughs) gently blister their face because i wasn't able to get my fire hot enough to actually scold them second degree burns probably so when the fire was all done did you uh did you like crack it across your knee, the stick, and go, I must break you? <laughs> That's some Rocky. 
<laughs> God damn it. No, this fire was so hot that by the time I was done with that fire last night, it was only about like a foot and a half long. And then I said, I actually, I was drunk as shit. And I said, thank you, fine stick. I appreciate your service. And then I threw it in and I watched it go up in flames. <laughs> Such a Samaritan. Look at you. The last Boy Scout. You know, and I was hiding the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, there was, I was at a, uh, it was a shindig. Said, uh, I, a rest in peace. Uh, Frostburg, Frostburg party, yeah, and <clears throat> we created a the, the camp area that I was at had created a small fire, and rather than at some point just too drunk and and uh, too dark, not enough light out to go out stick hunting or log hunting or anything that was dry, we just broke down a panel of <clears throat> it was just like it was like a wooden fence. It was one of like a big like two by well, like. Two, <sighs> One by four, but it was probably 15 feet long. It was like busted the, the nails out. And then we would just pick it up and drag it like every so often. He <laughs> just, <laughs> just basically took a decking board and just like, just like almost like a, I don't know, like a wooden, uh, what's that thing with the sand you turn upside down? Uh, hourglass. Just let it burn yeah. its way through. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we would just, I'd, I'd, someone would get some oven mitts. Some makeshift oven mitts and grab the burn in. And Wait, what are the makeshift bit? oven mitts? God, I don't know, a bunch of grass and poop or something. I don't, <laughs> don't remember. This is over 20 years ago, man. I was just happy. I just, it was a full lacquer, too. You need to smell that at 19. I was like, yeah, this smells a little. Maybe it's like minty. It's like a minty board or something. You should huff it. <laughs> stand, stand closer. It's nice and warm. Ooh, God. <laughs> nice green flame. Yeah, why do my hands feel oily? <laughs> Now, now, Wes, now do it. All right, so let me see if I get this straight. Rocky three was Mr. T, and Rocky four was Dolph Lundgren, aka Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago, got it. All right, so let me see if I get this straight. Some rich adventurers. Uh, he missed the line. Speaking, speaking of makeshift, of... speaking of makeshift tools. <laughs> Good one. Now I, I get it. Mumble, I even mumbled it earlier to see if you would just hear it and subconsciously be like, oh, it's Ted. <laughs> when you guys are talking, the only thing that's going through my head is meow, 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 meow. Oh, so, that's appropriate. That's uh, fine. Speaking of makeshift tools. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, like my stick. We got to harken back so they remember. <laughs> Guy was going swimming, which is that's the bridge to these guys that are deep in the ocean, right? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me how you want me to lead into this. You were no, the one who posted it, and then you've had this like metaphorical hard on all day. I should have just did it. I was gonna do it. <laughs> I think what frustrates me the most is I I felt like I was really on to something with my like you know my my temperament about this stick and my moral compass behind it. And I really wanted that to lead into you just simply going like, well, speaking of makeshift tools, what about this makeshift submarine that some asshole just tried to take down to the bottom of the fucking ocean to see the Titanic? Well, hey, what about that? All right. And then we're, we're going to get to that in here in about 30 seconds. I w- did I not say I was going to say lead in with. So, guys, uh, take a take a submarine down to the ocean, at the bottom of the ocean to look at the Titanic. Guys are lost. That's the Cliff Notes version, right? Fill me in. And you're like, yep, sounds good. Makeshift tools. Throw that in there. To be sure. I'm like, all right. So like, I got the timing wrong. But now I'm supposed to like talk about makeshift submarines. I'm supposed to give you like the full headline via I'm supposed to be Wolf Blitzer here or Blitz Wolfer or whatever his name is. 
fucking splits over. Yeah, that'd be a hell of a defense. Like, all right, guys, I think they're going to do run a, an option, so we're going to do the blitz wolfer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to focus. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, what the, wait a minute. Hold on. No, wait, I got to figure this out, though. Does that mean, like, the, the, the middle linebacker, he's like the lone wolf, and he just he stays behind and picks up the garbage? Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not a defensive coordinator. I've never <laughs> thrown on the pads in my day of my entire life. I'm just throwing out the names. You know, design it how you want. <sighs> okay, so we're kind of middle class holes, everybody. <laughs> middle class holes, everyone. Drago, Clubber Lang, and uh, uh, <laughs> Chubbs Peterson. Chris, why can't I? <laughs> Going also, like, also some rich folks are dying in a submarine going to the Titanic under the Atlantic. That's the thing. That <laughs> That's correct. And we need to be uh, we need to be timeline wise here. We are recording a day early. So by the time you folks hear this, by the time this, it, they may have died they due to lack of oxygen. Probably right? be dead. Yeah. 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 They theorize so, what they had like a, 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 how many hours worth of oxygen? Roughly. They had 96 like, to start with. Yeah, and I think 96. they're down to like. At this point, let me check my watch. They're down to about nine. You know, uh, I found interesting that uh, a buddy of mine on Facebook like posted. He was like, I've been thinking all day about how people who would pay $250,000 to go down in essentially like a Toyota Sienna <laughs> that was waterproofed <laughs> to see the Titanic. Like... They're they're very rich people, and rich people's moral compass isn't to, like, help others, mostly. And so, like, I could could see, like, six people just sitting in a fucking tiny submarine waiting to die, looking at each other, wondering how much oxygen they would have if it was just them in the submarine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they did a, um, actually, they asked the question, um, if someone's dead on there, would it? conserve oxygen the answer is no apparently a decomposing body even in its it's much oxygen yeah or more so there's that yeah because of all that bacteria decomposing yeah that fucking makes perfect sense actually (laughs) even in death you're selfish or that's just made up by some guy that's like fuck man we need to i don't want to be the one that's conserving the oxygen for you guys i'm gonna make up this bullshit story about decomposing bodies so yeah, who was the celebrity, the wealthy celebrity that was? Uh, I don't necessarily know if he invented it, but his team of engineers invented the the, the boat car. The boat car, the car that you can drive off of a, a you drive into a dock into the water, and then it becomes a boat. Uh, no, I I don't I don't know that one. I just know that that's been around for like since like water the car. The well, yeah, I, like I, I, yeah, but about ten years ago, a billionaire. I designed one and was fly, whipping around in it. God, the guy has like Rick Fire hair. Uh, he, he that that's the, that isn't what made him rich. He used his riches to design this. I'm trying Richard to Branson. It was it's Branson. Probably Richard Branson. It was Branson. Anyway, like if you would, I would be a little uneasy going in to say, I don't know, the Chesapeake Bay from some dock here in Baltimore in that car. I'd be like, uh, 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 okay, uh, can you yeah. imagine? Like, all right, we're gonna get. Uh, we're gonna get dropped off of a submarine. We're gonna go down. What is that? Like, I don't even know it's what a, the depths are. It's a long way. It's oh, a lot. It, it's, it takes it's a, six hours just to descend to the Titanic. 
Yeah, it's it's so deep. Like it's twice as deep as a diver can dive naturally, just scuba. At the least, wreck of the Titanic lies at a depth of about twelve thousand five hundred feet. Holy shit! An, an, an experienced scuba diver can only go down about a hundred meters. So you're yes. talking about two, two and a half this miles is, ish. This is two and a quarter meters, if you want it. Three hundred and seventy nautical miles. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for you. Yeah, man. No, and they this so this reporter has all this footage from when he was supposed to go down in this thing like two years ago. But they had to scrub them. They had to scrub it, and so he didn't go. And yeah, they the guys using like a knockoff Xbox controller. It's of course wireless and all that stuff. I don't really have a whole lot of things. Look, bottom line is the submarine worked. It's not. This is not their first adventure. You know what I mean? Like this is its multiple. It's been used multiple times, and we're yeah, here now. Yeah, but I've also heard that multiple times it's come back before it's gotten anywhere close to the Titanic. So you would yeah. think that these billionaires that want to take these rides would be like, hey, Holmes, like, rather than me, like, pay for this trip, why don't I pay to fucking, like, put a few extra welds in that fucker before we take her down? Yeah, so, you're, so you're saying there has to be some sacrifices to, to that guy redefine the ship. Because using any of that million dollars to fucking secure the ship. That's going right into a bank account. Well, he said it does. Cayman Islands. He said they've made no money because, like, it it takes a a, a shit ton of money and fuel just to they have to rent the giant boat that takes the submarine out to the location. Mm -hmm. Then he had to build that thing, and so he's like, they've been breaking even for like years, and so next year was supposed to be the big year. They're supposed to start making all their money, Mm -hmm. and now, uh, you know, even if they make it back alive, I have a feeling. I don't know that not a lot of folks are going to be signing up for Titanic tickets next season. Mm. Yeah, I've seen Jurassic Park. I didn't want to go so, there after that movie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and T Rex is running like, rampant. There's uh, there's this like I, I've seen multiple times now on multiple platforms, like a theory about like the sh- the the little shitty submarine is stuck like in the wreckage of the Titanic. You think they got and they got a little uh, they got a little over ambitious and that would and... be fucking that would be fucking equally hilarious and like tra- almost tragic. You were like, I gotta see more because like if I was down there, I'd be like, Yo, go up in that little fucking crevice, bud. I'm trying to see what that is. Yeah, what is that? Are those jewels? Whose jewels are those? <laughs> go look. Go look up. We're dead now. <laughs> like. Yeah, Sorry, there's guy. Got, there's got to be bodies in there, man. And I have a feeling yes. you get that close. Like there's like there's like there's like uh, sand crabs like crawling out of an eye socket. And it's like, been like a hundred. Yeah, there's bones. It's been like a hundred. Well, I don't know. It's cold down there too. It could preserve them if they didn't get ate up. I think you still. Yeah, there's still a fair amount of stuff. They think there's areas that they can't get to safely. But you said jewels. You could be like, oh nope, no jewels. Just nude pictures of Kate Winslet. No like, keep going. <laughs> nude <laughs> pictures. Weird. This is a, a nude sketch of Kate Winslet. This, <laughs> she wasn't even alive then. <laughs> do you think it might get? Have you guys heard that people do just walk past dead bodies at uh, uh, Christ uh, Everest? Oh, Everest. at Everest. Yeah. Bro, yeah. I saw one the other day that was. Wild. I saw we were like we were like falling, just like just randomly like falling <laughs> off the side of the cliff. Well, it's not even well, a cliff; it's just a, it's a, it's... I saw two, but I went down a fucking Everest rabbit hole um, while I was enjoying some mind altering substances, and it was so I saw one where it was like it was like an avalanche, and like 
they so I guess they're taught to like just hunker down, right? So like they just basically dig in and like turn their back and wait. <laughs> but like because I guess it's just a fucking I don't know. I, I don't I don't know the logic behind it honestly. I got you want to be a ball, so if you get covered, you have enough air to breathe until somebody yeah, I guess so. dig you yeah, out. Create yourself a pocket. Um, but yeah, either way. So, but there was one girl who was like, she was screaming because. I think feel like that's a natural visceral reaction to watching multiple bodies on both sides of you careen down Mount Everest yeah. along with like a couple tons of snow. You know what I mean? Like she was like, ah, 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 and then they were like, get your ass down, bitch. And she was like, oh, shit. And then she covered herself. But like you just saw bodies on both sides just right. tumbling. And it was fucking crazy. Well, my, my point to this is, do you think – this will eventually get to a point where the, if what happened, if what you said happened actually happened, they got a little overambitious and they're stuck in inside the wreckage that they then 10 years from now become a part of the attraction. Mm-hmm. People are sending people down there and be like, hey, look, this is a, this is a couple of people who got little – who I mean, outdid I mean, their britches yeah, and went inside. Right. Look at it. Look at that little submarine yeah. inside the Titanic wreckage. Yes. Yes, I do. But also like think of it this way. So – Fucking, when did when's the first time fucking Everest was uh, summited? Hold on, give me a second. Uh, well, um, I know I think it was Admiral Byrd is the first guy given credit yeah. for it. He died on his way back down, yeah. and like they found his body. Oh, and, Edmund Hillary, Edmund Hillary, and, okay. his, and his fucking Sherpa Tenzing Norgay completed the first uh, confirmed descent of Mount Everest on May 29, nineteen fifty three. Okay, Titanic was in nineteen twelve. Yeah. You know, like, three guys named Chad that have tried fucking Everest. We all do. We all know, like, three guys named Chad who have tried Everest at least once. This is, this is, it's even better than we have six literally never fucking seen, like, no, everybody's gotten to the wreckage and been like, nope, we can't really do anything else. It's there. We see it. But, like, you can't do shit. It's crumbling. It's fucking, it takes hours to get down there. It's fucking pitch black. It's cold as fuck. Like, you're never going to be able to do anything with the Titanic because of the conditions that it's in. Humans are pretty much already fucking... We got fucking extra humans on Everest. Dead. Just falling down in avalanches. We've already... Humans have conquered Everest. Dude, they're not even falling... But but the ones that die, they're the ones that don't take oxygen, and then they're just, like, walking back and like, I'm going to sit down now. I'm sleepy. It's like... Yeah. Sayonara, <laughs> Chuck. Well, not even that. There's people who get, like... It's not even all the way... Oh, sometimes back down. Like, there's there's crazy shit that I've seen. But, like, to, first, to second that, like, fucking... I don't know what happened in, like... This one video was just very eerie. The body's fallen was like, eh, that's... I mean, that's crazy, but it's entertaining as well but like it was a guy basically with his gopro and they were i guess there's at a a place it's called hillary something it's like where edmund hillary like it's almost to the peak like they're right there you can see it and fucking it's a guy like kind of making his way along this edge and he looks over to his buddy and his buddy points down he's like because there's there's the edge that he's on, there's like a little ledge underneath of him, so he can't really see what's underneath. And there's a guy who I guess tried to avoid something, a storm or a fucking avalanche, and like tucked into this little alcove 
and just died. And so he, he he's literally just chilling right there. And the dude just looks down and you just see a whole human body yeah. frozen for however long. He's just like, oh, shit. All right, let's just keep fucking going. Like, this is still a good idea. <laughs> like, uh, it's it's insanity. But, yeah, man, that fucking Everest is wild. That yeah. shit's crazy. And also, it's become a bit, they just dump oxygen tanks all over the place. It's fucking the mountainside's littered. Yeah, the mountain is like a trash heap now yeah. because humans. But what I will say about the submarine adventure to the Titanic, though, is like, look, people are like kind of mocking these guys. But, I mean, look, adventure is risky. I feel like in the modern era, we feel like everything's, like, nerfed up and safe. You know, you see people going to to space, like, for funsies and shit. One of the guys from, uh, oh, Dude Perfect, you know, the guys who make all the trick shots. One of those guys, like oh, yeah. they, they raised money and they he took the um the the Blue Origin thing up there, the uh Steve, the Jeff Bezos thing, and I'm like the guy who makes trick shots, like shoots a basketball off the Hoover Dam, you know that guy's going to space now. Why? Because he got 10 million views on fucking YouTube. I, but if you really want to be, uh, and like I don't know, uh, an adventurer. There's going to be some risk. Think about the guys who went to Antarctica, like literally just sailed wooden ships to Antarctica because it was there. But because they, man, like their ships, and because they went there though, technologies and things of that nature, really, because the next guy wanted to do it faster, better, more perfect, and that's where we are. I think there's like uh, the first guy who who either made it or tried to make it to the one of the first successful missions, the North Pole. The the ship just froze, so he just got out and started walking. Yeah. Yeah, we're walking. We're, put your boots on, boys. Well, your boots probably were on, but uh, put your thongs on, boys. Uh, <laughs> we're getting out of here. Uh, so, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I agree. Yes, with with adventure like this comes risk. Uh, Christ, I mean, it hasn't happened in quite some time, but during our in our lifetime, and for some of us, you know, uh, where you have a vivid memory of, I don't know, Mer, do you remember the Challenger blowing up? I absolutely remember. Help watching them lug that four thousand pound television set between two classrooms so that we could watch a tragedy unfold before us. Yep. Jesus Christ! Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, I was, that was a great way to say that. Yeah, I was like in first grade, man. I think they brought first grade and kindergarten together between two classrooms and wheeled that giant ass brown TV See, in. That, that's how long ago it was. They had to merge classrooms because that's how many television sets they it, had. You're 100 percent correct. <laughs> and so, one thing about was it grade, still encased in like an ornate wooden fucking structure? That's what's hilarious about it. It, it was actually like it, it was a metal facade but it, yes they made it wood grain pattern because that's what most tvs look like it's like so, a, your parents's tv but they bought it like fucking montgomery ward and fucking right. like 1980 and then bungee corded it to a uh like a, a four foot fucking rolling cart a fucking <laughs> dolly just yeah. a dolly something, like, that, go, something that the something that the uh the was it the transparent uh uh overhead projector went on went on they just had, to fucking, had to fix the fucking <laughs> antenna on but the, the tv weighed so much that a very sturdy cart became rickety upon placement of the television set <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah they had because what for so kindergarten through fifth grade so that's six grades. They had three TVs. First and second watched it. Uh, third and fourth, and I guess maybe the fifth graders got there. They got their own. But yeah, and then we're like, I just remember being like, I remember being that young, like seven, and just being like, 
I don't think that's what it looks like. Because I had seen a bunch of shuttle launches up to that point in my life. And, like, once I saw, like, that big puff of smoke and then, then wee, like, they're not supposed to. They're not supposed to. And they instantly went, like, okay, kids. And they turned the TV off and were like, we're going to talk about this tomorrow. Um, but let's go back to our, our seats. And that was it. Jesus. Yeah. And it was like, then you probably got the, what do they call it? The, the color, the color graded lines. You know, but they're like the green, the pink, yeah, the the, 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 tone, test tone, test tone line, and then then it cut to Rocky, Rocky Four. I must break you. It dies, dies. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And that comes back to sort of this thing, right? Like, Krista McCullough was a school teacher. And they were really trying to get kids pumped about science. We're going to send one of your teachers to spice. And then <laughs> out of six million contestants, she won. God. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I hate to say it in such a joking manner, but that's because one of the times you, you wish you didn't win the lottery. <laughs> she would have been a celebrity forever. That's a good and point. Then, and then by the end of the week, all the tasteless jokes started rolling around. Like, how, did, how do you know Kristen McCullough had dandruff? They found her head and shoulders. But <laughs> um, oh. splash, splash down. All right, well, folks, uh, we hope and pray that these men and women will make it. I don't know how many passengers was it? Four, five, six, five. Well, just sit right back and hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip. I'm just looking at them in this like, did you have you guys seen it like the inside of it? Yeah. It's just a tube, man. It's just a fucking tube, bro. Like, oh, this is, you're sitting inside. Uh, like, imagine yourself as a wee lad, five or six years old, with your buddy inside of like a a, a fully enclosed slide. Or like, yeah. do you remember those old playhouses, like old Chuck E. Cheese's and shit, where you could fucking oh, like, yeah. climb through tubes? Oh, yeah. It's just that. But for adults, <laughs> that's I it. See this? I that's see fucking this. it. This shit blows my mind. I'm sorry. So, what do you think? <laughs> this is what I was. No, I was going to ask this. Um, you say it takes what six hours to to submerge, right? Yeah, I think it. I think that's what I've like. I've read and heard before. It takes like six hours to get from like surface to Titanic, and then you. Uh... You can't come. You can't come back up abruptly, right? You have to. There's a period where you're. Yeah, you've got to fucking ascend at a certain pace. Yeah, and, to, and, to and, and then coming back up. But anyway, unless you know, you've got some kind of pressurization shit, and it's. I'm sure this fucking Chuck E. Cheese tube doesn't have one. <laughs> but you figure six hours. Everyone was like, "All right, you know, make sure everyone packs a uh, little travel kit with some snacks. This is going to be a long ride." And then we got mm-hmm. down and be like, "Ooh." So what do we got for snacks? <laughs> Tuna sandwich, crackers, Ritz crackers. Yeah. I'd be furious at the person that brought t- It's like somebody who microwaves salmon in the lunchroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Puts it on a cracker with some capers. Yeah. I don't care about your diet. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I just think of the irony, though, of like the unsinkable ship that obviously sunk. And then, like, a sinkable ship <laughs> that can't come back. It's just one goes down, one goes up, one goes up, one doesn't come down. It's just, uh, I don't know. Either way, the Netflix special is going to be amazing. And um, it's just the ending will either have very inspirational music or very tragic music. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Speaking of makeshift tools. Uh, 
ahead. <laughs> BuzzFeed created a list. Uh, secretly, <laughs> it doesn't give the amount of uh, people who took this um, took this poll, but it came up with what's something you silently judge for people. So basically, you are a silent judge or critic. Uh, about actions or peccadillos or habits or just things that people do that piss you off. Now, I've read this, and I also want to keep in mind, there's some of these that, that I'm open, an open judge for. So I think that's a good baseline for us. That's something we should be able to uh, assess these and then dive into or just move on to. Do you secretly judge or do you judge openly? Uh, do me just without further ado, get started. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, the attention seekers on Facebook. Now, let me preface this with the fact that we will get a little uh, repetitive with the social media kind of quirks and things that piss most people off, at least myself. Uh, the attention seekers on Facebook that post things like a hospital wristband uh, and caption it, well, well, that was crazy, and just watch the comments pour in. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's hard to like say that you secretly mock them. I mean, I, yeah, I, I mock them outwardly. Yeah, I mocked them outwardly, and I don't comment because I know that's what they want. And, I, but man, I got to admit though, it kind of works because I'll kind of like secretly stalk their page until they finally tell the fucking mm -hmm. story. Because, and then I get mad if it's lame though. I mean, if they come back and like, just got back from a trip to the Titanic, <laughs> you know, like I'm like, fuck yeah, let's see that. That was a good tease. Whew, good payoff. It's good. I think yeah. If it's someone that I. Kind of no, I think I'd I'd either I'd leave a comment on there that said, "Would you finally break out the eighteen inch dildo? Did you, did you break that puppy out? <laughs> Seems crazy. Seems crazy." Uh, number two, giving a sentimental gift to someone and then recording their emotional response. So you're getting again, you're dipping your toe in that social media kind of realm. But Wait, what was that last one? Sorry. Giving a sentimental gift to someone then recording, probably likely with your phone, uh, their emotional response. Like the the ones that come to mind for me are like uh, my dad had to sell his 1972 Barracuda to raise a family, and now he's 94 years old. But guess what I found? His 1972 Barracuda. It was sitting in a junkyard. I paid seventy four thousand dollars to have it restored, and here's his reaction. I still get sucked oh, in though. Poop of prayers. Um. Yeah. I mean, I outwardly judge, but like, I, I feel like those aren't even that common. At least not on my timeline. Yeah, well, yeah, we all have different timelines. But I, I see, I, I, I do judge them, but I guess I do judge them secretly because, like, I like watching the videos, though. And sometimes I feel like when I see something like that, it does make me want to do something like wildly kind for someone for no reason. Eh. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Uh, parents who let their kids roam around and destroy things in stores and restaurants. Uh, yeah, hate hate kids just in general. So I want to fucking forearm shiver them, and it almost makes like it. It almost cheapens it when people say like how well behaved my son is, because it's like no, he's not that well behaved. He's just normal. You don't live with him. <laughs> well, not just no, but like this is just how normal kids act. They like yeah. if we go to a restaurant, he's right as rain, dude. He's he's respectful yeah. to the fucking wait staff. He doesn't fucking, like, throw food at anybody. Yeah. And then I see that parent, and I'm like, fuck you for me trying so hard. If yeah. I knew that you could just get away with all this, this kid be more of an asshole than he already is. But you do know that you can. You're just a decent human being. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just don't want to feel people's scorn. 
I guess that's that's what it is. It should be. I would I would trip your child. <laughs> <laughs> Not just yours, anyone's, but like, generally it's, speaking. Pull a Paul like Paul from uh Tommy Boy when the, the kid's like nah, 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 poosh, Yeah, busting. Exactly. Correct. Then, then throws the empty milk carton in the uh, baby stroller. Yeah, I certainly, I certainly secretly judge because the, the kid just like, I don't know, man. It, nah, I don't secretly like, judge. Like me and Kelly will talk loud about how your kids suck, especially if we're in like a brewery or like anywhere that I deem to be more adult than family. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, look at these shithead ass kids, and people are like, oh. Oh, are they talk? Are you talking about? The, yeah, I'm talking about those, those two yeah. shitheads running well, around being shitheads. This this is also a Tom Segura bit. But if I do hear like a baby cry at a movie they shouldn't be at, like the first word out of my mouth audibly is "Really?" Yeah, yeah. Like they shouldn't be here yeah. fucking anyway, and neither should you. So what yeah. babysitters are for, or sucking it up and seeing it on fucking Netflix. Yeah, that's I th- one one time I was pretty open was at the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, it was the last time I was up. It was Ripken got uh, inducted, and these kids were. It was like they were decked out in their fucking little league outfits, uniforms, which was fucking st- stupid anyway, tacky as shit. Not not just the tops too. Like they had their bo- like the, the baseball pants on. They, they obviously weren't coming from or going to playing baseball, and like sitting there like with their grubby fingers all over these. Uh, display cases again that's why display cases are there to preserve these you know uh artifacts of the game something like but enjoy but yeah these two kids are just like this, 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 this. And i was like get your hands off man and i'm gonna tell my dad and i was like tell your fucking dad i'll smash his face into it and rub his fucking cheek all over it and clean your prints off the damn thing if i was like 25 then too i was like yeah get him over here i'll throw him right through this fucking brooks robinson display Keep it up, and Ty Cobb's going to get one more hit. (laughs) Uh, This one, this one's actually really good. Uh, I think this is one that I 100% secretly judge. What people name their kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. Yep. (sighs) Especially more than, because does it ever, it seems as though in the last 15 years, it's gotten, they, people have to do something, white people especially, have to do something with a little bit of flair. Like Thaxton or uh, Clandon. Like, uh, do you... Do you I'm going to say you're absolutely Talented. right. And I'm also going to fucking caveat it with, like, the same preposterousness that, like, the the same general fucking like racism towards black names that like the nineties brought like Laquisha and Char- you know what I mean like all of those shits like Shanae from Martin and all that shit like white people have reached that point in their fucking evolution the yeah they're ridiculous you're naming them after fruits and yeah. shit like it's ridiculous P- Peter Peter wasn't good enough for you you had to go with Pedersen. Here's yeah. what I here's what I found. Maybe this is an observation. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe it's in my head. I do feel like what you guys are saying about white people naming their kids like random shit now is it it's a thing. But I also feel like the African American community is now naming their kids like white white people names, but that they're changing fact. the spelling. They're changing the spelling though. That is true. Like mm-hmm. a- Andrew Jones, it's like it's fucking Andrew. You just didn't want to fucking call him Andrew because that's too like white. Nineteen ninety eight. I'm just saying that's he was where twenty one then too. I feel like it's where it began. <laughs> feel like that's where it began though. It's like 
They, you know, uh, like like Katie, but they spell it with like a C instead of a K. Like yeah. it's like it's got to have like that unique flair to it. For don't make that's your kids' names unique. That's Let just their personalities speak for their. You're unique just getting name. mad about that's just style, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like wiping that's your not, ass. Wiping that's your not ass with calling stuff. your son Thaxton. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. that's the same shit with a little swag on it, not. Whatever the fuck Thaxton is, <laughs> yeah, I'm just you were like, like, oh well, my, his uncle's name is Theodore, and his great grandfather's last name is Paxton, so we combined them. It's a very <laughs> sentimental name to the entire family. Well, I think for me, Thaxton. like the analogy I made with like you know fucking like the old like being like, why are there so many syllables in these black people's names? Like now it's the same shit. Like why is Kaylee? 12 letters like why mm. you know what i'm saying like why is shit like happening why is brooklyn fucking 15 letters like it mm. shouldn't be that way it also shouldn't be a person's name should, <laughs> should, should we have should we create a government czar who like what do you want their name to be and then you say it and then that guy spells it and then that's that's the law that's how you get it yes mm. Yeah, that sounds Kaylee, like K-A-Y-L-E-E, done. Like, no, done. I wanted an E-I and a G-H in there. Get nope, get the fuck out. You picked the name, this is it, go. There's <laughs> a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Donnie, who has been on the show, actually. He gave a Ralph? review of... He gave a review of DDP yoga. DDP this is before yoga. we before we had you on, uh, and he's he has. Uh, I, th- I knew he has. He is a uncle to at a minimum two. I think it's three. But he went to one of their birthday parties, and he's like, "Wow, man, there, there wasn't a, a Michael or a Matthew or an Eric or a Keith or a Doug or a Peter in the bunch. It was all like someone's kid. Someone named their kid Teller." Like, Green, like the fucking magician. Yeah. Yeah. Tell her. <laughs> Paxton. Paxton. Like, she's like, what Maddox. are you doing? Like, mm. Maddox. I'd punch someone. I'd, I'd punch the kid first and be like, go find your father. So that's like, you go by your middle name. That's what, that's what I'd ask. Is that, is that your middle? Is that. <laughs> What that is? It's like Michael Maddox, and you got you know a bunch of mics in your family. You're trying to be unique. No, no, it's first name. Uh so this is actually at first when I first read this. This is number five, by the way. We got fifteen. Uh, well, the first time I the first time I read this, I didn't think it was worth it. But then as you go on, the context starts to build up in the story. It becomes hilarious. Hygiene. Uh, I had a coworker who pinched a loaf off in the stall next to mine. Our bathroom only has two stalls. It smelled terrible. When she finished, she left without washing her hands and went straight to the break room fridge. Uh, she started touching and moving things around. From then on, I never put my food in the fridge uh, and always inserted it in a plastic bag. Fuck that shit. Now people. Yes, hygiene is fucking disgusting. But my point to that is the first time I read that, I was like, yeah, dude, I, dude, this guy, this guy definitely stinks. This guy's definitely terrible. No, it was a her. She was pinching a loaf that stunk the bathroom up. Well, I mean, I feel like women take better shits than we do. Mm-hmm. Does that More make sense? Wholesome, uh, healthier. You know, getting rid of the the pollution. As a dude, I've taken some of the gnarliest shits imaginable, just like all of us have, right? But then, in the last like two, three years, I've been eating a lot better, like you know, normal stuff, like that's not processed or anything. And I, I. I, some days I know I don't even have to wipe, but I do 
because I'm just like, I got to check. I through other the other 40 years of experience, I should really check this out real quick before I pull these up. But honestly, over the last two years, I probably don't even need to like waste any toilet paper on it. So I'm wondering if because it's a female, she's just like, nope, that one felt good. <laughs> no need to touch felt, anything. Felt clean. Mm. Cut it. That was a, that was an absolutely perfect double tapered shit that left nothing. No, <laughs> right up. It was like it was like the end of a cigar that I'm about to smoke. It's like if you ever seen a deli cut salami, it's like that. It was like a bit of yeah. the blade. Right the blade had no remnants of salami on it. Nope. It was fucking clean. <laughs> because, well, you're gonna throw a turkey in there. Wouldn't it taste like salami at all? <laughs> there was an article that uh, Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow wrote like ten years ago, saying how like we could really like about conservation. She's like, if everybody would only use two squares of toilet paper, and I remember being like, two squares? Like, what are you even what wiping with that? that? Yeah, like how does that? And then now, again, that I've changed my diet, I understand how that's a possibility in Cheryl Crow's world. But... <laughs> yeah. So I wonder. Yeah. So I wonder. Anyway, point is, if you shit, wash your hands. If you pee, wash your hands. If you don't feel like you need to, just turn the water on for about five seconds so everybody thinks you wash your hands, and then leave, and then you don't get judgment. Yeah. Uh, Alan, this one may ring true to yourself, given that you were at a uh, you were at a work function this evening. If they can't turn off the corporate jargon in a casual setting, oh yeah, 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 that yeah that gets me. <laughs> but shouldn't they be using it? It, it like okay, you were at a networking function. Like, shouldn't they be using it at a network function, or should they turn it off there too? No, you should turn it off because the point of the networking is to like make friends. It's not like it is ultimately to get business. Like that's the thing I think that like a lot of people don't like. Like a lot of people outside of sales are like, look at those motherfuckers. They're just going and having drinks and fucking eating hors d'oeuvres. And it's like, yeah, but I'm also awkwardly meeting people and slowly making friends with them over like years so that they'll pay me a million dollars to do this project. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it is super fun, but it's also like take your guard down a little bit and like just yeah. be a person and be a friends with these people because people do business with people they're friends with, not just random fucking persons, especially in Baltimore. Yeah. I also think that there also is, and you guys may agree with me. Maybe you don't, I don't know. I'll ask, uh, I think that there is a definitive line about poking fun of things that happen about the workplace, yeah. trying to create humor within the social situation. But you're not you're not talking about work. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about this chick who blows the bathroom up and doesn't wash her hands. <laughs> you don't gotta contextualize it to the thirteenth floor. Like, you, know, you just be like, "Oh, I used to work with this broad." Yeah, <laughs> I used to fucking drop some humdingers. Yeah. Well, I can remember going to like radio conferency stuff, and people like just wanted to talk about radio stuff. I'm like, "What? Why? Yeah." yeah. I do this all day. Like, I don't need to know about some guy who worked. Oh, well, Billy worked on the air back in 1955, and then his son took over the station. It's like, W, do you remember the call letters? Like, no, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. 
I'd rather talk about the Orioles game or something else. Was like it there, WNBC? Was it that? A little business sprinkled in, but it's like, yeah, sure. yeah, get to know. And like, I don't know, certain events are certain ways, right? Like this evening's event was an event for an electrical contractor who's like a little bit newer to Baltimore City, but they're massive. And they're, they've just opened an office in Baltimore City. They had fucking Nick Mosby, the president of the... Uh, fucking city council there mm. to give them some award for opening this office in Baltimore. But like, yeah, it was this thing, but it was intimate. Like they, they brought in like the contractors they work with, the people that they work with, some city officials and shit like that. So it was very small. And like, so really there was a little business talk, but it was mostly like seeing people that you kind of knew from other places. Like I saw, you know, I saw a property manager and chatted with her for like, 30 minutes and then went over and hung out with my work colleagues, got myself a mini cheesecake, came back over, <laughs> saw this other person, talked about a project for like 10 minutes and then walked away and got an old fashioned, you know what I mean? Like, sure. it's just, you got to let your guard down a little bit. Like that's how people do business. You know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to spread a foul rumor and say, yeah. cause, cause my workplace does have two stalls. Well, they have two men's bathrooms. One is just a single, it's single. One has two stalls. I'm going to say someone took a dump in there, uh, and then didn't wash their hands and say, so I couldn't even, I couldn't even, I couldn't get a look at the shoes, you know, God, they creeped out of here. And then just maybe you know, like, that's like discreet details. Right. And it's look, like they stopped in there and somebody dropped one yeah. and then left. It's sad. It's water running. It sounded like a Pearl Harbor bombing. And then next week, Dave's gonna be in the. Dave's gonna get fired, <laughs> and you're gonna know why. Gulp. Um, this is uh again lumping more into social media. So, uh, but I'll say it anyway. People crying in front of the camera and posting on social media, and me and Murr discussed oh, a little yeah. bit of the differences on this. This isn't wouldn't be someone who's telling a uh, you know a dramatic story in their life and trying to hold it together and. And tearing up. This is someone like, you know, yeah. I couldn't shit. believe Tom broke up with me for the seventh time and cheated on me again. <laughs> I'm uh, pretty sure, depending on the person, I have absolutely commented on things like that and been like, sucks to suck. Fucking ridiculous. So, yeah, no, I, I, I judge the shit out of you. Don't be crying on social media, weirdo. Give that to yourself. <laughs> uh, Bad driving, no turn signal tailgating, treating uh, drive like a race. I mean, I don't secretly fucking judge. Yeah, yeah we know you don't secretly <laughs> fucking <laughs> No, I don't I, secretly really either. I just, again, I just make like, I just make fucking like dickish hand gestures to them. I'll give them a golf clap if they don't fucking use their turn signal. Like, oh, thanks for letting me wait for another line of cars, you dick fuck. So yeah. I, didn't, I thought I was going to get T-boned if I pulled out. I... Several F words want to come out of my face. I think if if their window's down and my window's down, I think they're going to hear me. I say, I hope that's convenient. <laughs> Such a random. I do a lot thing of like uh, I like like close quarters uh, kind of just looks like uh, somebody like I was trying to come out and somebody like didn't let me out and and I just kind of like I was like right next to them and just kind of was like. Motherfucker, like just like looked at him like three feet away. Right. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> People who magically don't know what a fucking, it. don't know what a merge lane is. Yeah. Uh things like that. Yeah. Uh people who constantly yell at their kids. 
This is again a bit of a bit of a parallel with the yeah. kids who yeah. just do anything they want. But then these are, I guess, these people don't actually yell at their kids. These people are like Kyle, Kyle. Oh, excuse me, Thaxton, 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 get back here, get back here, get back here, or else. The problem I have with these people is that they're bad parents, and in public they want to make it seem like they're not. So they're yes. like they're gonna they get they they yell at the kids like audibly to say like. I look look at me. I'm doing all this parenting right now. Look at this parenting that I'm doing. No, if you did the parenting in behind closed doors, then you wouldn't be fucking doing it in public, dickhead. Yeah. So yeah, fuck them. Thanks. Yeah, you need to uh, do the old. <clears throat> I'm taking him to an area where no one else can see and beat the living shit out of him and have him come back crying. Now you have to beat the living shit out of him. <laughs> Maybe one thwat on the ass. I don't think that's I don't think that's child abuse. By the way. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm different. Maybe I'm different. Maybe I'm cut from an it's, old place. It's a different. It's a different era. The one yeah, that I like to do is I like to grab him right here by the shirt and pull him in nice and close, nose to nose. And I set. I tell him exactly what he's doing wrong. And then I say, "Do you understand?" And he'll go, "Yeah." I'm like, "All right, everything's fine now, as long as it doesn't happen again." And then that, that's how you do it. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, people who cut lines. I not people who cut, not people who cut lines, but people who cut in lines. Uh, I call them out, like openly. Yeah, yeah. Who the f- okay, give me a scenario where an adult is like, like legit, like this, cutting a line. This happened to me. This is a good one. Uh, if you want to call it cutting in line, may not be, you know, standing in line for a bank or McDonald's or I don't know, getting a beer at a baseball game or something like that. A little bit different. Uh, playing lands. Uh, and then, you know, that the, the uh, uh, seatbelt sign comes off and everyone gets up. You all know the procedure, right? The first rows go. You just wait and it all yeah. cascades. It, it, and uh, someone uh, who already had their stuff, who was like next behind us, then the two rows, one of the rows that I was in, obviously the row across from us, uh, as soon as like he was, you know, waiting for it, he just blitzed off, took off. I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah, there you go. There he goes. <laughs> there he goes. See, I'm the guy who's just like, nah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because I know I'm only 30 seconds behind you no matter how fast you get off that fucking plane, bus, whatever it is. And then I look like the hero, and it doesn't even really affect me, and I know that. And I'm a fast walker. I'll make up for it. Honestly, if you get, like, right in front of me, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not paying attention. And I'm an expert, like, join a friend in line. Ooh, a chat and cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I've been called out on it and looked that person in the eye and be like, you're goddamn right I did it, and I'm next, so goodbye. And, like, ended that conversation. And they're like, kudos, man. You did it. Well, you you did it. Uh, But, like, (laughs) if I'm, like, five back and then you go first, yeah, no, that's we're going to have a problem. Like, I I got too much shame to pull something like that off. No, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't do it. I would do the chat and cut, like, you know, at any really location. If it was next, I would still do it. Um, but, but yeah, you can't, that, yeah, there are certain markers where you can't do it. Like, shit, when, when COVID vaccines were, like, fucking crack cocaine, like, we were in line for, for one, and fucking, there's all these people in line, and we're in fucking Baltimore City, like, we're like, we're like off the Alameda. Like, so it's a mixed crowd of people. Uh, and fucking, there's a lot of, like, 
fucking Hispanic families and black families and white families, and they've got children, and they've been waiting in line. And this white lady walks up with two kids and kind of makes a fuss to this black man. And fucking, he gets her a chair, and he then starts, like, ushering her up to the front of the line. And Kelly was like, hell nah, bitch. Get the fuck in the back of the line. And he was like, she's got kids. And Kelly was like, they got kids, and they got kids, and they got kids. So if she gets to go, they all get to go right now. And he was like, fuck, all right. They all get to come right now then. And we're like, okay, then fine. We'll let it slide. And so the lady got to go and jump fucking like 60 people in line. But every single fucking family with kids got to go next. And Kelly literally like was marching up and down this fucking line. Be like, nah, fuck that shit. We've been waiting here. (laughs) Fuck that white bitch. (laughs) And I was like, Kelly, you're white. (laughs) (laughs) But Kelly stood up for him and it worked. You should have done Rudy, Rudy, no, right? I was, Rudy. I was geeking, and I was just waiting for a fucking somebody, like a, a male, to say something because I was smacking, <laughs> I was smacking shit out of somebody. I'm gonna <laughs> tell my dad. Tell your fucking dad. Uh, we Shut got four, up. We got four more of these. I want to get through them because some some of these I'm not really. Uh, how they treat complete strangers out in public, especially how they treat waiters, cashiers, or anyone that they might view as below them. I mean, oh no, I will judge them too. I will cuss you the fuck out. Yeah, like, I, if you're I, I'm with more science. Treat serve, service people fucking badly. I will fuck you up. I, I kind of do that silent because that that for me gives me a lot of like comedy ammunition for the rest of the evening. So I really don't call them out unless they're being complete twats, and then I will say something. But yeah, generally speaking, yeah, I mean, you already know the cut of that guy's jib. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, immediately believing one side of the story just because they heard it first. No, <laughs> yeah. one side of any story. <laughs> well, I was saying you're judging someone who does that though. You know, who, oh, yeah, I would who, just, oh, yeah, Wes, you are the king of that, friend. I see our TikTok comments. Right, judging those people, oh, yeah, sure, I, oh, yeah, Jeep. 100%. The you sheep are vocal, I comment on, you are vocal as it gets. You have actually completely ruined an entire algorithm of a platform that could have been a lot of good comedy, but instead, it's a lot of um, a lot of terrible tragedy. Actually, can I interject here? It just this is just totally fucking side note, and just because I want fucking. West to get riled up about something. Fucking, uh, I found a new avenue of nine eleven truthers that you should fucking go <laughs> come on. And it's, it's literally any fucking golf digest, PGA, um, any any like major golf news outlet that posts anything about live and fucking the PGA. If you visit that comment section, boy, like somebody. Will be like, hey, the Saudis did 9-11. I, I can't believe we would do business with them. And the very first comment is, ha, it's funny that you think the Saudis did 9-11. What? Do you not know about the U.S. government? Look it up. Educate yourself. And then it just starts. It. So wow. there you go. You're welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that one. Yeah. A, Get in there. Break my phone out now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Last two, uh, as you play your music without headphones, uh, I mean, I, I, it depends upon if you're just driving by on your bike. I don't mind, but if you're, yeah. I don't know, if you're on a on a uh, L or a subway or something like that, that's kind of fucking 
busted. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, I won't say anything because I'm a pussy, but I'm definitely judging the shit out of you. So I guess I just silent judging. Yeah, I probably won't say anything because I'll just put headphones in. Yeah, uh, especially me. if you're playing yeah. like you feel like playing Tribe Called Quest. I'm like, yeah, turn that up, turn it up. Uh, lastly, not cleaning up after your dog. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's what writes you a nice note. <laughs> right, the greater Pigtown, Baltimore area, 12 strongly worded printed letters that says you are what you won't pick up, you pieces of fucking... All right, come on, Fun Fact Friday. Let's go. All right, let's get to it. Let's expand our minds with five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Brought to you, of course, by our great friends over at the Shin Splints Recovery Group and our new friends over at Flat Earth Science Advocates for Truth. Now, here's the question, though. If the Earth was round, would the Titanic sub be found? Or would it be easier to be found if it's flat? Let's say you. What do they? I mean, they don't disbelieve in the depths of the ocean, right? They just believe that it's kind of, it's kind of like the, the bottom of the pool. You know that what? pool just happens to be bigger. Yeah, but I would assume that the disc would spin, right? So the ocean's currents would be different. So maybe we should get some flat earth sciencers in there to maybe add to where the wreckage could possibly be, since there could be different currents based on the flat earth science theory. Sure. Yeah, I, might, I might start taking that question to the fucking flat earth boards. I feel like that's <laughs> I feel like that's a grenade that needs lobbed into a fucking crowd of idiots. <laughs> how, do, how do ocean currents work if there is no globe? <laughs> See, the problem is, is I can't start my Reddit post without being like, hey, idiots, <laughs> how, do, how do ocean currents work Ooh. in your fucking fantasy land? And and so if you really want to uh, uh, break the fault line, pun intended, check this one out. Say, if it's a disc spinning, I remember my CDs getting scratched uh, in my car by getting between the uh, gear shift or the emergency brake. Uh, and then throwing it back into the CD player and having it like, bloop, bloop, bloop. is that kind of the same way a fault line creates cracks? Mm-hmm. If it's spinning. Yeah. Okay. All right. We need to, we need to get on the advocates for truth website and, right. uh, and, and, and really pose some, some very easy to answer questions, but let's get to your <laughs> mental flaws. Amazing facts. Did you know, thanks to the efforts of activist Opal Lee, who at 89 years old began walking state to state to draw attention to the importance of Juneteenth in 2016, Congress passed legislation making it a federal holiday in 2021. President Biden signed the bill into law on June 17th, 2021. You know what? This, in my lifetime, is a great is probably the greatest holiday that I feel like I've seen passed into law in my lifetime, because like it, the, Juneteenth just passed, and if people don't know this, the reason they call it Juneteenth, so you can quit mocking it, is sometime between June thirteenth and June nineteenth, they were able to finally go along and tell like all the slaves and slave owners in the, I think I think Texas, uh-huh. like hey. You gotta set these motherfuckers free. They aren't slaves anymore. So it took a week. So they don't know what day it actually happened for certain individuals. So it happened between the 13th and the 19th, therefore Juneteenth. It's a great name for a great holiday. So anybody out there that has a problem with it, you can kiss my white balls. Um, 
Who did I see? I think I saw. I'm glad. I'm Mur. I'm proud of you. That was good. I'm really. Let me take a second and just. Yeah. Good job, buddy. I'm a compassionate uh, man. Yeah. I, I saw some. I saw a fucking. God damn it. It was like a Ben Shapiro or a goddamn Candace. Oh, it was somebody who I hate with a fucking passion. And fucking. They were like, I think they did Juneteenth at this time, right before July 4th, before the greatest unifying uh, fucking patriotic American holiday of all time, just to piss us off. And it's like, we're all Americans, bud. Like, we like we like that holiday too. This holiday should be a holiday, though. Like I was just looked at that and I was like, "Really? That's the thought that a per- yeah. a, a white person conceived." They were like, "I think it they o- did this on purpose." It overshadows. Uh, yeah. Proud to be an American. Yeah. Uh, one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> like uh, you mean to tell me I gotta celebrate coloreds three weeks before I celebrate America? That's bullshit. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's outrageous. <laughs> How dare we celebrate freedom right before we celebrate freedom? God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Thaxton, Thaxton, get over here. Look in the camera and tell him what I told him to tell you. I love America. <laughs> we literally celebrate Labor Day. We have a have a whole day off because, like, man, we work a lot. We work. Like, yeah. And those motherfuckers worked a lot without a pension. <laughs> Shit, we work a lot without pension. Well, Good point. Maybe not one of us, but <laughs> I know I'm the one with the worst job with the best retirement. It's yeah, like, you gotta, it's like. They're you like gotta the, eat the, shit for the good stuff. Like it's like carrot. Like you, you want to eat this? Come on now. I'm, I'm sitting over here, fucking rolling over four hundred one ks and the fucking IRAs and shit. <laughs> I'm financial planning over here, bro. I got I got a no wipe shit for you hanging out thirty years down the line. Come on, baby. <laughs> as clean yeah. as could be. It's like a cigar cutter. <laughs> Did you know? According to Green's Dictionary of Slang, Master John Goodfellow was a popular slang term for a man's penis in the mid-17th century. Well, it's also a name for my penis now. Master John Goodfellow. Dude, so like 1650s? Like, I mean, hey, that's a good... That's a a solid slang term. So you're a master, you have slaves... You're uh, John, which is a common name, and then good fella means you're okay. You're a fair guy. You know, you treat people with respect. Master John Goodfellow. <laughs> Imagine old time people call him Mr. John Goodfellow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't like to be ignored. <laughs> <laughs> Pour some brandy on it. <laughs> Sorry, Pour a couple up for the, for the dead homies. Watch, uh, watch him jump. <laughs> this is actually do you guys remember uh it was a real sex on hbo yeah yes and they they between segments they would interview people on the streets yeah yeah Chappelle yeah. actually had a really good uh but i a couple of days like my parents would go to bed and i'd be like all of 13 watching it's like oh yeah gonna gonna watch me some R-rated titay tonight, and but they, they they would get couples. And yeah, I'd ask them, "Do you have do you have a name for your penis?" Uh, yeah, I do. And like, what is it? And it was always something stupid. Like, yeah, Peter Pan. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, oh, ice glacier. <laughs> it's just really just never name my dick ever. No, but now, sir, sir Del, but hold on, Master John Goodfellow. 
Yes, there you go. There it is. And by the way, Alan, you brought up like the master point, or Wes, you did. Um, <laughs> did you know, like, gentlemen, the term gentleman, mm-hmm. you know, it only means to own your own land. Yeah. That's it. You could be a cocksucking son of a bitch, but if you own land, you, sir, are a gentleman. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Old timey white people laid the bar real low. For yeah. respectability. Yeah. <laughs> a lot a lot of heels in wrestling in the eighties went by gentlemen. Give me a good one. Yeah, give me a good one. Ooh, I can't think of one right now. I think I just made that up. You're absolutely right. Someone told me that and I believed okay. it. It's the first the first thing I heard. <laughs> oh, shit. Did you know the term solstice? Is derived from the Latin words sol, meaning sun, and sisteris, meaning to stand still. Because the sun's relative position in the sky at noon does not appear to change much during the solstice and its surrounding days. The rest of the year, the Earth's tilt on its axis, roughly 23.4 degrees, causes the sun's path in the sky to rise and fall from one day to the next. Mm. Did it give an origin right there? Just like uh... Latin. Latin, yeah. It doesn't shock me. I uh, I know Dick about Latin, but um, when someone throws one of those terms at me, like, you know what that, that is Latin for? I'm like, okay, I'm about to get learnt here. And you just learnt me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I thought that was kind of a boring fact because <clears throat> it was juicing me up for this one. Did you know opossums have a lower body temperature than most mammals, which might account for them only rarely contracting rabies? I don't understand how a lower body temperature, uh, like do ticks and such not go after their like? Are they are that's ticks Lyme like disease? I, no, you're talking about rat like rabbit animals. Oh yeah, ticks, ticks that's a good uh, point. Well, wait, I mean, do rabbit animals do they see like the predator and they just like see heat signatures? Like, what does that have to do with? Like, I I, I wish I knew. This is again, I'm uh, I'm I'm a slave to the facts. Uh, I think this is no. It drives them. It drives them like it literally drives them crazy. It's uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I know what rabies does, but why does that like? Why wouldn't like? Let's say you have a rabid fox, and it's like, ooh, I'm gonna bite tonight, and then it's like, oh, what is that? Oh, it's an old possum. He's a little cold. I don't want to touch him. Wait, that's what you said. Make I... them so that necessarily like they're bitey, but they're aggressive. They get more fearful and like anxiety ridden. So like, think about like your dog at the vet or something. You know, I mean, my dog's a fucking dream, but like. I've no dogs that need to get put down basically before they get taken to the vet. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like shit like that. They just get very fucking aggressive. Well, no, I think, I think the point of this, the, I think it's not so much. It, it avoids biting. I think if, if it's bit that it's cold body temperature, then does not like, does Oh, not it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't spread as easily. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. that could make sense. Okay. Which uh, all he's going to chalk me up is that an opossum is such a filthy fucking animal that it has somehow becomes rabies <laughs> retardant, which right. is like, fucking incredible. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. there, I, I'm fairly certain there are multiple animals that are that are rabies immune. Okay. Dude, you want a cold shiver up your spine? Like some nights I'll sit out on my back deck and I'll just like have a few beers and then all of a sudden like you'll see like you'll hear something. And you'll see these eyes, and then you'll look. I'll turn my flashlight on, and you'll see this possum just lugging along. And that is a freaky creature to see in the middle of the middle of the night. Because, well, with uh, oh, shit. I had actually have a story about a, a, a possum, but um, 
what I was going to say was uh, I was much like these guys were down looking in the, the, the Titanic through a tube. I was looking out my dad's back window of his Astro van. And I saw him hit a rabid raccoon in the head with a metal shovel. And I mean, this was like Hacksaw Jim Duggan hitting fucking Andre the Dot Giant trying to win a match. And it, it did nothing. It was like it just like looked up at him like my, the old man ditched the shovel and ran back in the van. It's like, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my here's my final question about this. The O and opossum. Is it silent or is it supposed to be pronounced or I was, are we... I always thought it was, and you said opossum, so I was like, Mer's really fucking smart. <laughs> well, they wrote it that way, so I'm like I mean, do we just shorten it because like it sounds stupid? You can just lean into it, you know. Cause usually when I say it in public, I'm just like, ah, oh, possum. <laughs> I kind of like like eh, possum. Yeah, Make possum. a weird noise right before I say the puh. Alan, what's the what's the correct uh, semantics on this? I'm fairly certain that they're interchangeable. Um, oh, route like, route. I think a possum was like an old timey like variation of it, and then it's since kind of lost because we're lazy fucks. And why would we say mm. another syllable instead well, of just saying possum? What threw me off there is normally when you see opossum, you see O apostrophe possum, and this didn't have the apostrophe. So I was like, oh, maybe it's legit now. Maybe we've given uh, future white generations an idea. They could be like, <laughs> oh, Thomas. And the teacher says, he's like, oh, no, it's just Thomas. Or you could say, oh, Thomas. It's, it, you know, it's interchangeable. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, did you know Lobsters pee out of their face, specifically from glands located near the antennae. Uh, peering, uh, oh, peeing at other, <laughs> peeing at each other is part of both fighting and courtship. Mm-hmm. Just like in real life, to woo a dominant male who will have uh, previously spent his time beating up the lobsters in his neighborhood, the female pees pheromone-laced urine into the. I'm sorry, I'm not wearing my glasses, and for some reason, after I've had four beers, it becomes harder to read. <laughs> <laughs> P Any turns into way, LP. Yeah. Uh, this is, it ends like this. Lobsters are cannibals, so the pheromone is telling him, quote, it's time to breed, and don't eat me. Man. So, they, so the male lobster beats the shit out of other male lobsters and pisses all over them. Yeah. Uh, and, then, uh, and then the female's like, yeah, I dig... I dig you're a red coat. I dig your, uh, you look like a Thaxton and then pisses on him. And he's like, damn girl, mm, let's, let's make love. And then what? She has like 40,000 fucking kids or something. Something like that. <laughs> I just, okay, the first time I ever had this thought similar to like, Oh, that's weird. They piss out their face. Um, do you guys, do you remember, um, Star Trek? Oh man. I think it was Star Trek four. Where Spock and Kirk end up on that prison planet, and then yes, Kirk, yes, yes, and then Kirk kicks a guy in the knee, and he goes down hard, and right. then they're like, "Well, not everybody has their genitalia in the same place." Like, oh shit, that guy pisses out his knee. Man, that's weird, man. Then he makes sweet love to David Bowie's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that one. Oh, yeah. She was hot. Yeah, she was. And then she is hot, into, I think. And then she turned into like a rock monster dude. <laughs> and broke she, him out. And she turned into uh, she turned into Kirk That's later right. on. They couldn't figure out who was who. That's a good goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, and that's your oh, fun fact Friday. That's your fun fact Friday. And hey, folks, tonight on Before You Go, the College World Series is heating up in Omaha, Nebraska. And every year, a place in Omaha called Rocco's Pizza in Cantalina uh, does what they call a Jello Shot Challenge. Uh, last year, or actually two years ago, the great folks of Mississippi. Hold on one second. I had it right here. Uh, well, fuck it. Doesn't matter. I'll get to it here in a second. LSU, uh, who is in the loser's bracket right now, set a world record this year by ordering 21,435 Jello shots. Uh, the raids have took cost about $30,000. They beat the previous record uh, by, by, oh, yes, it's right here, by University of Mississippi or uh, the Bulldogs uh, set last, the year before 18,777. So That's Mississippi State then, is it? Uh, no, well, it's, uh, you have uh, Miss Bulldogs and Mrs. Old. This is Old Miss. Old Miss is the Bulldogs? No, Old Miss is the Rebels. Sorry. Well, either way. So, wait. The and whole... the Mississippi State's the Bulldogs. Yeah, but you said the Bulldogs. So Does it matter? University I, I, of Mississippi. I a think team, a oh. team previously bought a lot of Jello shots, and a new team bought a shit ton more. That's right. Uh, roughly just shy of $3,000. 3,000 uh, less jello shots, a lot more than $3,000. So, yeah, think about this 30,000 bucks, roughly. Um, <sighs> wow. I, I made 1,200 once for a party. Um, well, not me, me and three other people. Um, and uh, I have my own thoughts on remnants of fucking Dixie cups and, and cigarette butts put out and said Dixie cups that I found three months later in the smallest crevices of my house. But, uh, yeah, 20. 1,000 fucking jello shots. What a dumb fucking thing. That's it's, <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever. I thought for uh, da- damn sure you'd be like America. No. Red, white, and blue. No. Because, Omaha, Nebraska. Well, College what World Series. What, what are the ingredients of a jello shot? <laughs> jello and booze. Jello water. Well, you do half, half the amount of water you're going to do is booze. So if you like, and then the, the powder mix, and then you you mix it together and you freeze it. I mean, that's just that's just a lot of work for something stupid. And I mean, if I'm a bar, I'm going to say I'm accepting this thirty thousand dollars. Hey, Cheech and Jimmy, I want you guys to become best friends for three days and fucking get these things ready. I mean, yeah, I get it. But it's the dumbest thing ever. Like, just like why not just do like vodka shots, like anything, any other shot. Like, that's the most complicated, time-consuming shot that you could possibly do. And this bar knows every year, <sighs> go get the gelatin, boys. We got shots coming up this weekend. Like, it's just dumb. It's dumb. so gross. Yeah. But at this point, well, they, they, do, um, they do gelatin. They do the shot uh, color based upon the schools that they think can have in town. So I certainly think that they have, like, a... Uh, uh, Christ, like a like a infinity stone type thing going on. You got your purple, you got your yellow, you got your red, you got all all the spectrum of shots. But you were saying go get the jello or go get the gelatin. Right? Yeah, this is not jello. You know this it's is, not jello. It's yellow. You, it's grello. It's something else. And if that's the case, they ain't going to a Target or a Costco. They're bringing in the fucking cement truck. Yeah, and, and they're, they're gonna dumping get, it in the back. And all it's gonna be is like animal hooves and like ligaments that have been ground up it ain't gonna be like the good stuff it's it's gonna be gnarly well, it's maybe not that's gonna be fun maybe that's the trick there's no booze in it 
You're just no, getting there's... fucking ground animal hooves, as you called it. It's a good point. I mean, it could just be that, but no, like they, they, I'm sure they sat back and like they got a vat in the back and they just, whatever, man. Jello shots are fun. That is just, it's just, I remember having one, I've had literally one jello shot in my entire life because I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. It's going to be like jello and I'm going to get drunk. And I'm like, oh, God. Well, oh, it's the worst jello I've ever had in my life. Why would anybody want this? Why wouldn't I just drink regular shots to get drunk? This is stupid. Mm, yeah, well, it is a bit of a novelty thing. I'll give you that. But, uh, hey, man, America, we can do what we want. Go to Omaha. Check it out. College World Series, man. Why did you get a pick like, your googly eyes when I said, uh, uh, your oh, googly eyes when I said I made 1,200 once? Because that's a lot. Was we cleared out both fridges of all of our food, uh, perishable, non-perishable, didn't matter. The fraternity will buy more and did... Um, uh, cardboard liners. So you stack some cardboard, stack some cardboard, stack some cardboard. And we did about 1,200. And here's what I was going to get at this is that uh, I, these people are consuming, let's see here, time, maybe, 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 roughly like 12 to 14 times what we did, give or take. And <sighs> I was with my buddies. We had skipped a house. And we went to my house with like six or seven people. And we were like, yeah, let's do a bunch of jello shots. And we each did like six or seven each. And they're like, what, what do we do with the, the uh, Dixie cups? I was like, hey, fuck it. Just throw it over your shoulder. <laughs> throw them over. Well, every fucking jello person that did a jello shot did that that night. And I had like, like wade through them. It was like an, it, two inches worth of fucking Dixie cups I in mean, my basement. Look at all that waste. Yeah. All that waste. It's just, it's not, the juice ain't worth the squeeze, man. And there's always Jello remnants in the cup. They don't come out clean. Yeah, so you're wasting Jello and booze, technically. Yeah, and someone would always put like like one in ten had a cigarette butt put out in it. Yeah, but you could give them away to free to bitches, and they loved it. That's true. <laughs> or, sorry, <Yeah>. ladies. There's <laughs> <laughs> that. And it ain't no lady taking a Jello shot. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Well, congratulations to the LSU Tigers. Uh, you're in the losers bracket, but I know you got a really good baseball team, and you got some very uh, non-diabetic fan base, apparently. <laughs> so, Alan, tell all the Jello shooters and the O'Thaxtons and uh, <clears throat> potential returners of a subatomic uh, Titanic voyage where you can find the middle class holes. Subatomic. <laughs> Okay, you can find us at the bottom of the sea. (laughs) (laughs) You can find us on all your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL Classholes on Instagram and Twitter. Maybe I don't know. We're the Middle Class Holes on Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. And of course, for your listening pleasures, please check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Beautiful. Uh, tonight on social media comments, we only have two. One was from a good, bad movie listener sub- submission. So this is from a, a long, long time ago. Armag- uh, a submission. Submission. Uh, that's, <laughs> it put it, the, the, the movie was so bad, it put us in a submission move. Ah, uh, got the, it. The, the mind figure four. Uh, Armageddon was the movie. Chris P- Carson Peterson, rather, comments, Good Mad Movie is still saying it's bad regardless, but Armageddon is, but is Armageddon even that? Is it bad? 
So good, bad movie is still saying is bad regardless, but it's yeah. Armageddon even that. Meaning – so I actually okay. I thought that – and listen, that's a copy and paste. So I think it's a question. Armageddon – This I, I can solve all this without even like yeah, worrying about the, the semantics. Mm-hmm. Armageddon's a good movie. I don't give a shit what anybody out there says. Armageddon's a good movie. Any movie that is cheesy, stupid, dumb, stars has Steve Buscemi in it as a co-star – and makes me cry. That's a good goddamn movie. I will fucking cry every goddamn time. Fucking Bruce Willis fucking pushes Ben Affleck off and says like he's going down there. That's a yeah. good goddamn movie. I don't give a shit how terrible and trash the rest of the film is. If that one minuscule scene can start to make these eyes moisten up, that's a good flick. Well, there you go. Fucking commenter. Yeah. Have you have you seen there there it's a small bit it's like a director's cut, but it's not I mean it's like fifteen, twenty minutes worth of extra stuff and then the, like the director and producer commenting on it. Have you seen number? No. Uh so the key scene is when Willis, you know, he like tricks Ben Affleck, goes down the elevator, <clears throat> and it's tell my daughter I love her and then he pushes the button, he's like, I must break you. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great line. Can't imagine why they omitted that from the uh, final cut. Oh uh, finally, finally, it's on Fly the Coop. This was on TikTok. Uh, do, do you remember this is uh, the fact where you had said uh, not as much, very not not very often people like move far far away from their parents or where they okay. grew up. It's yeah, like a yeah. mile, less than a mile, two miles, or twenty miles, an hour, or whatever. Uh, Javon Kitts comments oh you mean people like to live near friends and family and not just root up and transplant to a completely new area for no reason weird i haven't commented on that but uh i was about to say hey my man was reading from a fucking fun fact calendar and we're just commenting on it i just what 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 did he say he just no, basically like, oh saying... you mean basically going like oh it's just, people don't move that far from where they grew up because of family and friends well weird yeah, it's just it, we live in a. I think a lot of people who live in cities, especially, we know some people who live in cities. They don't live anywhere near their friends and family. I think we think the world's so much cl- like close knit than it once was, but you realize pretty quickly that like geographically, like you don't want to make that trip all the time to go see your friends and family. Yeah. So you know, like I, I think a lot of people that live far away from their parents, friends, and family think that's a normal thing. Whereas the reality is it's still just as close-knit as it ever was because we're fucking genetically built to be that way. You yeah. dick bag. Close dick bag of dicks. Shut up, idiot. Commenter. <laughs> yeah. Fucking dummy. Cl- close-knit. Speaking of makeshift tools, let me tell you. <laughs> That's what I was supposed to say, right, when we signed off the show? Yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> you nailed it. Perfect timing, Wes. <laughs> Nailed it with a hammer. Nailed That's a tool anyone could fucking use. God damn it. You know, you simultaneously ruined the beginning of the show and my story. So thank you for that. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Juneteenth. It's a lot of fun. All right. Good night. Good night.